Hey you guys, welcome back. So today's episode is going to be a little different. We have a special guest, Sabrina Knapp. She helps female entrepreneurs build online businesses based on joy and passion while overcoming mental roadblocks and outdated strategies through discovery, purpose clarity, business organization, and marketing and mindset coaching. So if you guys have been on the fence of whether or not you should start an online business, or maybe you've already started an online online business and you just need a little bit of a mindset shift, this is going to be a great episode, so make sure to listen. But before we get started, I just want to remind you guys about my Body Confidence Builder Workshop that is on Saturday, October 30th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you guys are tired of feeling self-conscious and not good enough and you wish there was a way to just be more confident in your body and stop feeling so critical of yourself, That's what I made this for. I know what it feels like to struggle with being so insecure, especially in your body. But you guys, you can be confident and truly love yourself no matter what size, shape, or weight you are. I've gone through all those struggles and no matter what my weight fluctuates to, no matter what I see in different days in the mirror, I am confident in who I am. I love myself. I'm my best friend. I look in the mirror and I say, dang girl, you're looking good and guess what you guys can do that too so if you're ready to be your most confident self love your body and stop obsessing over these irrelevant things like your weight your pant size all that stuff join me on my free body confidence builder workshop it's going to be taking place in my free facebook community so if you are not part of this empowerment community yet go join you can find it at bit.ly, so bit.ly forward slash Miranda Lee FB. FB is in Facebook. Um, or click, click the link in the show notes or go to my website, this is mirandalee.com and click join the free Facebook empowerment community. I can't wait to guys, I can't wait to see you guys there. The workshop will be live. I'm so, so excited. I will give you guys coping skills for bad body image days daily activities to build your confidence and learn how to just completely shift your mindset and attitude that has been manipulated by diet culture. So I'm super excited for it. I hope to see you guys there Saturday, October 30th at 11 a.m. PST, 2 p.m. EST in my free Facebook community. All right, so let's dive in to this podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. What is up, Sabrina? Thank you so much for joining me for my podcast. Yes, no problem at all. Thanks, Miranda. I'm so excited for everything we're about to dive into because it's a little different than the topics we normally talk about on my podcast. But I think in this day and age, it is something that needs to be talked about. So before we dive into that, can you introduce yourself, tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yes, my name is Sabrina Knapp. 
and I am a wife. I am a mama. I am a grandma, believe it or not. I am a business owner of multiple businesses and a business coach focusing on startup and or frustrated uh, businesses. I live in Cody, Wyoming with my husband and my 14-year-old daughter. I also have a a 23-year-old daughter and an almost 27-year-old son who live in um, back in Iowa where we moved from. Um, Here, um, my husband runs a photography business and I do my coaching. Um, We also have a 250-seat steakhouse that we own and run in Iowa. Um, but, uh, it runs itself. Our staff is great. Our management team is, is one of a kind. And so we are able to step back and take care of the business side of it, the financials, um, you know, more of the ordering, the, the monotonous stuff. We're able to do that from online. And so it just works great for us. We're able to live out our dream here in Northwestern Wyoming. Dang, you sound like a very busy woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So how did you get to where you are today? Because I'm sure you just didn't jump into being like a business owner, a coach, uh, just all this stuff. So where did you start? Because most of my listeners are like in their 20s, just getting started, you know, trying to get their foot in the door for whatever their career is. So how did you get to where you are now? Yeah, that is a great question. And believe it or not, it all started in my 20s too. Um, So that's a great place to start. If you are considering jumping into the world of business, there's no better time than right now. Um, What do they say? The um, second best day to plant a tree is today. (laughs) So um, that's always just a great thing to jump into. Do it if you can. Where I started out, I actually went to nursing school, believe it or not. Back in 2000 and 2001, I was in nursing school and um, I switched out of that a little bit and went more into the um, medical assisting program from the straight up registered nursing program, because back in that day, that's kind of when nursing was transforming from um, being more hands-on to being more clerical. I didn't want anything to do with that. I wanted the hands-on stuff. And so that's why I went more towards medical assisting and phlebotomy and working in a lab and all that kind of thing. I went with that, graduated with that in 2003. Then I met my husband in 2004. He was a truck driver at the time, but on the side, he was like, I would really, he loves to cook. And he's like, I would really like to start doing some catering. I would like to start, um, you know, like working at different things and, and catering for people and kind of offering our services, making a little side money. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. No problem. So we did, we started our catering business right out of our kitchen. Um, it grew into different things. We, um, he was still driving a truck and I was still um, with the clinic that I was working at at the time, but it got to be really, it got to be a lot. It got to be really busy. And we were building this business and in our town of between 25 and 30,000, our service business our services became readily available. People were really recognizing what we were doing. It just grew from there. So we, we got a food truck, the whole nine yards, and we did that on the weekends. He was working at a job who knew that this business was becoming bigger and bigger. We were marketing the right way. You know, we were getting out there, we were selling our food for reasonable prices. So, you know, everybody was willing to try it. Um, You kind of got to give a little bit before you can take, right? 
So um, we built this business and um, just a long story short, we were both able to quit our jobs. He was able to quit driving a truck and I was able to quit the clinic that I was working with in 2010. And we opened our first restaurant. It was a 32 seat old subway and we decided to run it like takeout barbecue style. So we did have a few seats in there and we it went great. We had it for four years and after four years we were like, we're ready to expand. <clears throat> so we moved in our town to another area. And, um, and that was in 2014, late 2013, uh, 2014. And we opened up 140 seats and that was big. We went from just kind of a takeout place to full service, uh, servers, grill, everything, full steakhouse. Um, in that time though, from 2014 until now, then it has expanded to 252 seats, still full service, full bar, full everything. We have 60 employees, a management team of 15, and it is something else. So it all comes to what, you know, your original question of what got you into business. If like, it was a whole lot of work. And when you work and when you're willing to put the work into that kind of thing, and like I said, give your product away for something that you know is worth a whole lot more, but you have to give. You have to give what you want to get, right? So if you want to um, get money back from people, you have to invest. You have to invest in advertising. You have to invest in selling your product for a little cheaper. You have to sell in learning new things or, or invest into learning new things. You have to invest energy. You have, if you want to get energy back, you have to invest energy. You know, it's all what you want to get back out of other people. So if you're in your 20s and you're like, man, is business for me? If you're willing to put in the work, if you're willing to put in the time and energy, it is 100% for you. Because if you did not hear me, my husband and I were both able to quit what we were doing for the man and work for ourselves because we were willing to put in that time and energy throughout the rest of our lives. We haven't looked back. We've only added other businesses from there. So it's really one of those things, if you're willing to put in that energy, go for it, 100% go for it. I think a lot of people, they see, um, they just see like the end result, you know, they'll probably look at you and be like, wow, look at this um, giant successful <laughs> restaurant that they have. And like, no one knows everything that, that you, that you went through to get there. And especially with um, how society is now on social media people want to be like satisfied really fast they you know they want quick satisfaction and I think that's why a lot of people probably just give up so soon when it comes to mm -hmm. starting their own business or even you know starting a diet or whatever their goals are they want the end result so fast and I think a lot of it has to do with social media because a lot of people don't share their, their journey. It's just like, oh, well, look where I am now. And it's like, well, I want to be there. And it's probably, uh, yeah, I, I love just hearing your journey because it didn't just come to you super fast. You guys worked for it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And especially the, um, that you have to give in order to get that. A lot, I don't think a lot of people understand how much that, they have to invest to be successful. They just want to start making money right away. So how did you deal with that? Um, like if there was any self-doubt or wondering, 
oh no, should I be doing this? Is, is this, is this going to be worth it in the long run? How did, how did you trust the process? So that's a really, really good question. And, and I'm going to go back to something you just said, and that was people are afraid to invest and people are afraid to invest because invest automatically puts your mind in tune with money. People just to correlate the two investment equals money, right? Well, it does in so many terms, you know, in so many ways it does. But the thing is, when you're a business owner, you're not just investing money. Yes, there's money involved in any business. I don't care what you're doing there. If you're doing it the right way, you're investing money, but you're investing time, you're investing energy, you're investing, you know, your emotions, your mental health. Like you are living a business. So many people take for granted that they get to go to a job and maybe they're in charge. Maybe they, it's not the same. That's not how that works. Okay. So the thing is for a lot of people, they give up too soon. Mindset is the number one, um, greatest and most accessible business tool. And so if you don't come at your business, really anything in life, but since we're talking about business, you aren't going to be successful. Mindset plays such a huge role into what you're doing that it can make or break you either way. Going through our business and building our business through the years, it's, it's an emotional roller coaster. Like I can't even tell you the number of times we were on highest highs, right? Money was good. Our employees were doing great. People were coming to work. Like <laughs> it was all really great. Our, our reviews were good. Everything. It was fantastic. And in the same week, you can have some of the lowest lows because, you know, something doesn't work out or you, you do get a bad review or, you know, you have employees that throw fits or, you know, all, I could write a book. I say that all the time. I could write a book. But the thing is, those are the kind of things that bring people down. And so many times, and I'm going to kind of bring this back around to online businesses or startup businesses or somebody who's even thinking about business is so often they have something bad happen to them. They, um, you know, they'll have a downer day or they'll get a few no's in a row if they're reaching out to prospects. You know, network marketing, direct sales is big on that. And they'll get a few no's and it'll just, I see it all the time. It completely changes their mindset. I can't do this. I'm not good enough at this. Um, nobody wants this product or service. Um, this isn't working for me. This isn't a good time of year. I mean, literally Miranda, I've heard it all. Right. So the thing is though, what are you doing to bring your mindset around? Is it confidence? Is it rebranding yourself? Is it pivoting? Is it, you know, bringing on new marketing techniques in this world of social media? Um, you and I just kind of talked about this before the show where, it was like social media was kind of the root of all evil, or it is the root of all evil. Let's just say, call it what it is, it is the root of all evil. And that is where imposter syndrome and self-doubt, you know, we went over this. That's where it all stems from is people see people doing other things, thinking in this picture or this great verbiage that they're doing fantastic things and they're not. It's all about what you're willing to put out, what mindset you have, and how you're going to let what happens to you affect you, 
bring it all back to yourself, get that super strong mindset and just go to work, go do it. Yeah. Social media is like such a highlight reel of our, of our lives. It's so heavy. It is. It, It really is. And even like with me, like I try to share, um, my journey and stuff and be as transparent and vulnerable as I can on, on Instagram. And it's like, even when I share these, I guess, like lows that I've had, like people, people see me still in like, okay, well you went through that low and now you're feeling good. And it's still a highlight reel that people see. Like no one feels the emotions that I felt during that low. And even if anyone tries to share like lows that they've had, it still comes across as a high because it's like, well, I got through it, you know, and it's just, it, you can't be fully transparent and vulnerable on social media as much as you try, because the way people are going to see it, like the way you see it too, going on social media, it's, oh man, it's just so, so frustrating. It is really tough. I have a, one of the things that I work with, with um, just my audience and with my coaching clients is because I work with a lot of online sales, not necessarily network marketing, but online sales, people who are trying to build their business more online. And then I also work with network marketers become, because I come from a very big background of network marketing, but my thing with them is, and a lot of the marketing techniques that we go through is sell the problem you solve, never the product you sell. And I, I ingrain that into them. I, I always joke with them that I'm going to make a teacher and just wear it around all the time because you can say that you um, believe it or you know what I'm talking about, but we really dig into it with my coaching because like you said, you know, so many of the marketing techniques we are doing is, is a highlight reel, right? People are, oh, this is what has happened to me now. This is where I am now. This is because I'm, I'm out on the other side. You can be too. But I try to tell them, listen, your audience has a problem. Your audience has a need for you to fill. Don't continue to show the highlight reels. It's not all about the highlight reels. We get sick and tired, really, of the highlight reels on social media, right? You and I have talked about this before. The thing is, though, I always tell people, talk about your journey, too. Talk about, go back to where you know your target audience is right now, because that's that's where they are, and that's what they want to um, that's what they want to hear from you is listen, I was where you are right now. I know you're feeling, I know what you're feeling. I know how that is affecting your mindset, how it's affecting your body in you, in your case, I know how it's affecting, you know, how you think about food, how you think about, you know, anything you're doing. It's very important to meet them where they are. Don't just show the highlights. Don't just show the happy stuff. That's what we're all tired of on social media. So you can be different. You be different and go the other direction and say, no, listen, I may be out on the other side. The only reason I'm out on the other side is because I have been through the journey and I know how to help you. So this is where you are. Let's get through it together. Um, and, and that's what I try to help my, my coaching clients with is listen, let's, let's take them through the full process. Don't just show what you've done on the other side because they want that. They just don't know how to get it. You have to show them how to get it. Exactly. So I know something you and I talk about all the time um, is that social media sucks. So Mm -hmm. in your 
in your opinion, do we need social media to be successful in our business, even if our business is online? Okay, so um, my audience knows, and I've went through this, I kind of did it live on my own podcast here about six weeks ago, I let go of social media for, uh, I deleted all the apps off my phone. I was in, hot and heavy into Facebook. I was in Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, and I've not really, thank God, but I've not really gotten into the TikTok thing. Um, and that's basically on purpose. Um, so my thing is I came from the network marketing world and it was in the top one and 2% of both of the network marketing companies that I was part of. And as you know, direct sales, network marketing build solely on social media. That's the thing. You're told to post, you're told to post the script, you're told not where not to post or not what not to say. You're told to message 10 people a day. I mean, it, it's really ridiculous. Um, and I just got into that world of networking, talking to people, meeting people on social media. And uh, I don't know about you, but I know with you and I work with the same coach and she talks sometimes about idols and um, being attached to something that it doesn't have to be anything worldly bad, right? Like um, people think of addictions in certain ways. Social media can be an addiction and it admittedly was for me. Like wherever I was going, if we were driving in the car, if we were watching TV, um, if I was anywhere, my phone was either attached to my hand or in my back pocket that I could grab it at any given time. And it got to affect my mental health. I'm not even kidding you. So I, one day, I don't even know what it was that I was like, why in the heck do I actually need this anymore? I don't, this is so stupid. And so I deleted the apps off my phone. I told my husband that I did it and he's, he was floored. He's like, well, that'll last three days. Right. It didn't, it, that was six weeks ago and they're still not back on my phone. I have specific times that I use still because even though we're not on social media as business owners, we need a platform, right? We need to be there a little bit. So I have specific times every day that I'm on my Facebook page. I post to Instagram and I post to LinkedIn and then they're X'd out on my computer and I go on with my day. What has it done for my business? It has made my business more productive because I'm not endlessly, mindlessly spending time scrolling and seeing what conversations I can get in or what so-and-so is doing or how so-and-so is advertising right now or, you know, any of that kind of thing. I'm not wasting my time. I'm actually doing things that are productive. Number two, what it's done is it has grown my outreach because now I'm utilizing my website more and using SEO and keywords that make sense. I am using Pinterest marketing more um, effectively. I've always kind of used it, but I'm using it more effectively. Um, my email list is a work in progress, but growing, <laughs> right? But I am making sure that I'm showing up on just online. We have these online businesses and we think that online means on social media and it does not. Social media is nothing more than a social platform. And believe it or not, numbers have really gone down as far as business owners being, um, I don't know that productive is the word, but effective. Maybe that's the word. Effective on social media, the numbers have gone down because everybody's doing the same thing. We already talked about it, right? You can see so-and-so's ad and their ad says, if you're not making millions out of the gate, you're doing it wrong. And so 
there there's tons of them. That's all you see on social media. And it's, you, you scroll through and it's ad after ad after ad. And it's like, that's so annoying. People don't like it anymore. And so they're not using social media for what social media business-wise used to be known for. They're getting offline. They're being more effective in other ways. Video marketing is really, really big. You know, YouTube and uh, Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives. You know, you getting out there and actually talking to people rather than just throwing an ad up, that's what's super effective right now. And so I highly suggest people should get their businesses off of social media, even for a short amount of time and see how it affects you. I love that. I love that. Cause I, I feel like a lot of people think that they can't be successful without social media. And it's like, people have been successful all these years without social media before it became booming. So we don't need it now. Um, and I think exactly. that's awesome. I think that's awesome that, um, you deleted off your phone and like, I think I'm going to do that now because I feel, I feel addicted to it. Like even last night, my, um, my husband's in the Navy. So sometimes we'll have sometimes all the time he has duty days where he won't be home. And yesterday was his first duty day in a while. So I was home alone and I was like, I was just on social media so much and I knew it. And I was like, dang, this is, this is not good. And I even have like the little, the little timer on my settings that like it'll say like all right no more social media but it gives you the option to say ignore ignore and I was like ignore yeah <laughs> uh, so I love that because we can still like go on our computer and do it and I think that's great because we do want to still talk to people and connect with people right. but and, you know most of the time when we're on social media we're not talking and connecting people we're doing things mindlessly and we get I think distracted. the biggest I think the biggest thing that it did for me was um, I was breaking my own boundaries. I mean, if I was on social media, if people were seeing that little notification that I was live or available, then that meant I was live and available, right? It didn't Mm -hmm. matter what time of day or night. It didn't matter what I was doing. They didn't know what I was doing on the other side of my phone or my computer. And so they were messaging me. And they were asking questions and they were, you know, reaching out. And so it was like, I may be doing something with my family. Or like I said, if we were sitting and watching TV or driving in the car, going to something as a family together, I was still on my phone, possibly in conversation. Is that good for business? Yes. But at what expense? At what expense is being disposable to other people, healthy to your mental health, your mindset, and your business, like set boundaries for yourself. And if that means, you know, kind of excusing yourself from social media, do it, do it, set boundaries and be okay with like saying, no, I will get back to you when I'm back online or I will get back to you when it's my, you know, social media hour or whatever. Um, That has been kind of mm, liberating for me to say, no. I'm not going to answer you right now. I'll answer you after that. Exactly. Like we have that control and we have that power to to set these boundaries, but we're also the first people to, (laughs) you know, break those boundaries as well. So no, I I love that. I think that's something we all need to do. Even if we're not, if we're not, if we're not business owners. Exactly. 
is that boundaries are everywhere. I don't care where it is. And that, yeah, that was more directed to be okay with saying no, set those boundaries for yourself. If people don't know that you have boundaries, no matter what it is, if you're just trying to live your life, I don't care what it's doing. Um, set those boundaries for yourself and say, no, I'll get back to you later. That, that has nothing. Setting boundaries is okay for anybody, business owners, whoever, um, make sure you have appropriate boundaries set up. Love that. So true. We, we all just need to set boundaries and in, in every aspect of our lives. And like with social media, just because we're being present for other people, it's taking away our presence from somewhere else. So whether it's right. like our own relationships, our friendships, our kids, our, our significant others, like who's more important, the strangers behind the screen, the screen or the people that you live with and that you spend your life with and we just get so distracted that mm -hmm. I think it needs to go beyond like just a social media cleanse like we don't need it like setting those boundaries I think I think it's mm -hmm. something we all need and I know that your audience and what you talk about and coach on specifically is you know mental health and the importance of keeping a healthy atmosphere in your mind and I challenge really anyone who is maybe struggling that, you know, you know, that, that is listening or, you know, that is an audience member of yours to really take a self-evaluation of where your social media uh, is in your life. What kind of effect does it have on you? What kind of, um, you know, how much time are you spending on social media? And I challenge you really to even decrease it, do away with it if you can for a short amount of time to give yourself a little test, but, um, decrease it really because, um, just, I'm not going to get into it too much at all, but like, I am, I fought horrible anxiety my whole life. I still deal with it to this day. And it was a huge trigger for me. And, um, really that's one of the reasons I had to just let it go was because it had nothing. It did have to do with business. I knew that I could run my business offline, but it was more of that day that I had, I had the breaking point and I had had enough. It was more of a, um, um, from a mental health standpoint than it was a business standpoint at that point. I knew I had other techniques that could sustain my business, but for me, it was this, this phone in my hand is running my life. It is, um, making me feel inferior. It is making me feel like other people are doing better than me when I, I don't know that's not the case. And uh, I had to let it go. It, it was driving my, my mental health crazy. And I don't know why we think that all these other things have to go before our mental health. Like our mental health is and should always be the priority. And how are we supposed to fill others, pe other people's cups if we're not filling our own? So 100%. yeah, your, your, your business isn't going to suffer because you decided to prioritize your mental health and get off of social media. Because at the end of the day, if you don't pri prioritize your mental health, and you just hit rock bottom, then everything in your life's going to suffer because now you can't give to anything. And I, man. I couldn't agree with you more. Yep. So what pieces of advice do you have for those who want to start their own business and take those first steps? Um, be ready to, or be willing to, uh, fail a little bit. Failing is not failing. Failing is lessons. 
and, and take that mindset to everything you do. Um, there is a, I mean, I've been a business owner, you know, now for, you know, since 2004. So we're looking at 15, 16 years. So there's so much failure that went in on those 15 years, you know, easily 15 years going on 16. The thing is, is not one of them set us back. All of them projected us forward because we took that failure and we just pivoted or, okay, what's a plan B or what's a plan C? Don't let one thing, and this goes back to mindset, don't let one thing spoil your plan and your goals. Okay. Find a goal, build with passion, do something that lights you up and then work towards it and use failures only as lessons. It will get you so much farther ahead. Um, my other piece of advice would be ask for help, reach out for, 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 for help from those who have been there and done that. Um, I trialed and error my way through so many things in business the last couple of years. And while it's been great, I grew at my own pace that way and were able to get lots of failures and therefore lessons. A thing that I, I think now looking back that I wish I would have changed up was I could have lessened my learning curve a little bit. <laughs> Had I like knocked down my pride a few inches and said, listen, I need to reach out for help or I need to invest in a training that's going to teach me something from start to finish, walk me through something from start to finish, because I could have saved so much time. And ultimately, let's be honest, so much money because I was um, just, you know, under that assumption, I've always been, I'm a type A like super red personality. So I'm like, I can do it myself. I can do this. You know, I'm super stubborn. So I've taken that approach to everything. And now looking back, I probably should have, I probably should have dropped that learning curve a little bit. I think it's only a failure if you stop right after it, you know, exactly. Then it, then it becomes a failure because you haven't made it a lesson. You haven't learned anything from it. You just quit. Exactly. Cause like, how do we expect ourselves to go into something and just be perfect at it at every single step? Like that's not going to happen. It's never happened. And we just can't, can't expect that from ourselves. Um, so where can, where can my listeners connect with you and reach out to you? So they can always reach out to me at my website, Sabrina M nap.com, uh, Sabrina M as in Mary nap dot com K-N-A-P-P. or um, I have a Facebook community of business owners. We're startup business owners. We are, if we're not startup business owners, we're frustrated business owners who are, um, have had a business for a while trying to regroup our priorities, trying to regroup our marketing and learn new techniques. And that's what we talk about in there. We do a lot of brainstorming together, um, learning new techniques because a lot of my people are stuck on social media. And so we're trying to work off of that a little bit work on confidence and, and mindset and all sorts of things. So that is uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash let's rediscover your business. So that is on there. There's also a link to it on my website um, that you can go there and get into our group that way. Awesome. And of course my podcast, mind your business. 
Yes, yes, um, yes. Always, tell tell them about your podcast. Yes, I have a podcast. Um, it's new publications come out on Monday and Thursday. Um, Mind your business. We talk again. I talk about a lot of startup business techniques, marketing, um, really confidence and mindset. I talk about a lot, but kind of where my foundation lies, where my um, the root of everything I talk about is build a business and market a business and, you know, promote your business built on your passions. If it does not feel good to you, don't do it. If it is something that you've been told to do and you don't want to do it that way, then don't do it. You are a business owner. You make the rules. (laughs) You you don't have a boss. Um, And so we really talk about a lot of passion led discovery in business. Well, I, I'm going to link all that stuff in the show notes so everyone can go listen to your podcast. I love your podcast. So everyone, whether you're thinking about starting a business, have already taken the first couple steps, go follow Sabrina, join her Facebook group. And yeah, thank you so much, Sabrina, for joining me. And it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yes, yes, you too. I look forward to talking to you soon, Miranda. Oh my gosh, how fun was that? I love having these podcast episodes where it's like we're not just talking about fitness and nutrition because while fitness and nutrition are my favorite things to talk about, it is just so great dipping our toes into other aspects and just becoming our best selves and just learning something new every day. That's my goal in life, you know, being 1% better every day. So thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you guys like it, please make sure to leave me a review on Apple Podcast. Just go to my podcast on the podcast app on your iPhone. Just scroll down to the bottom, leave me a review. And if you want to enter to win a free coffee at whatever coffee place you guys like, go ahead and screenshot that review and either send it to me on my email, which is thisismirandalee at gmail.com, or DM it to me on my Instagram at thisismirandalee, and you can be entered to win a free coffee. I've already given a couple away. They've been super happy, and all you have to do is leave me a quick podcast review so other people can come across my podcast and see and hopefully learn just like you guys are. So thank you again for joining me, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Mm-hmm.